Welcome back to the Winnipeg Foundation's Because Radio. Robert Zirk here with you today, and I am now joined by Hope McIntyre, the founding artistic director of Sarasvati Productions, as well as Francis Konkan, the incoming artistic director of Sarasvati Productions. Hope, Francis, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having us. Francis, you recently joined Sarasvati as the artistic director. Congratulations. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about why you wanted to work with Sarasvati and how you see its vision going forward. I really got my start in theater with Sarasvati. It's where I started some of my first writing projects and first playwriting projects and kind of cut my teeth with directing. So it's been a really big part of my growth as an artist. And I think for a lot of people, it has that same impact, especially when you're a younger artist just starting out, it's hard to break into the field. It's a really tricky career to to make it as a theater artist. Um, So a company like Sarasvati really makes that happen for a lot of people and as I've sort of tried different facets of theater in terms of producing and directing and writing kind of discovering what my talents are what my interests are and and sort of a leadership role and kind of an organization like this really felt like the direction I wanted to go in at this time Uh, so I'm really excited to be here and to learn a lot from Hope as she says goodbye and moves on to new things and to learn about how I can uphold what she's built and and deliver the same kind of opportunities to the artistic community and also the different communities in Winnipeg. Since 2003, Sarasvati has hosted FemFest, a national festival celebrating women theatre artists. This year's FemFest is a week full of events ranging from workshops to productions. Can you tell me a bit about some of the productions this year and what audiences can expect? We have a live like a digital live stream performance of a play called bug um that my really good friend yolanda bonnell uh she lives in toronto she's wonderful indigenous artist uh she created this incredible one woman show just exploring kind of the trauma of of being an indigenous woman in this country in this world and it's it's stunning it's like an hour long it's it's gorgeous it's so beautiful so I'm so excited that people get to see it I saw it live last year in Toronto and I like could not be more thrilled that everyone will finally get to watch it and we'll know what I'm talking about now when I say how good it is so that's something I'm really looking forward to um other than that you know I just I just hopped on board this past week hope probably has more information but I'm really looking forward to going to the launch pad which is the an emerging artist group that we have and they've put together some kind of immersive walking tour and I'm not totally sure what it is but I'm super excited to find out Alice in the World We Live In is kind of our local production, which means that we have contracted uh, fabulous director Ann Hodges and a local cast of artists, and it is being performed at Assiniboine Park, which is super exciting and not what we originally intended. Uh, But the great thing about that is that it's allowed us to really focus on the acting and the script and the scene work as opposed to worrying about the you know production elements and so i think that's going to be a very unique experience the play deals with one woman's loss and grief but how she comes through it and moves forward which i think we can all relate to right now how we kind of deal with adversity and how we build resiliency and our ability to move forward in life so many different theater companies in our city have had to kind of adapt and and navigate the the pandemic and the effects that have occurred because of that. 
knowing that FemFest is planned a year in advance, pretty much around the time, you know, starting around the time of the previous year's installment, how has this year's festival had to adapt? I think what's uh, interesting is that for the longest time, we were kind of waiting to figure out what would September look like. And so we planned all these contingencies with our team. And thankfully, we have an amazing team who were flexible and willing and, and really engaged with finding the best way to present the work. And, and as the summer moved forward, we really started to look at, okay, so what are our goals with this festival? And the goal really is to share this work, these stories, but also to support the artists. And so collaborating with the artists meant asking the artists what they were comfortable with what they felt would allow them to showcase their work. And so I like to say that we've come up with a hybrid festival. Um, and yeah, I think some of the stuff we're learning and doing, we will continue to do because it's increased our ability to share these stories on a wider platform. And so that's the positives that have come out of this. But it means that even our in-person work will have very small audiences so that they can be socially distanced. And everything's outdoors because that's a safer choice. But we'll be live streaming everything so that folks who aren't able to come out and who need to stay at home can still watch it from the comfort of their homes but for those who don't have wi-fi access or you know there's a lot of the community members we work with who will still want to come to a safe outdoor setting and participate in a more interactive way you know that's that's really interesting you know that you mentioned that in a way it's kind of put the focus more on the theater and less about the things that would typically surround a production and you know you see that pretty much in every area, people are just like, okay, it's it's kind of back to basics. People are a little more forgiving. It's obviously not the best of circumstances, but it's been really interesting to see how people have been able to be quite resilient and really work together to make things happen. Absolutely. And I think it's an interesting time for us because all of this is happening in such a time of transition. So with, with Francis coming in, which is so exciting for us, uh, we're moving office spaces. We are, you know, bringing in two other new leadership team members. So it's kind of like in some ways the transition is happening at a time where we can't do what we usually would do anyway. And so it allows us to completely adapt how we've done things before. It's going to be very different now. For the past couple of years, Sarasvati has been actively involved in its Reconciliation Through Theatre project, including one of the more recent productions, Songadeowin. Tell us a little bit more about that. I think what's been so lovely and, and so great because of the, the support we've gotten from not just you know, our usual donors, but the Winnipeg Foundation and federal government, and is like everyone was so behind trying to explore how to do things in a different way. And that's kind of what this project started as. And the fact that it culminated now in some ways, it's really forced us to do things differently, which is hard, but was part of the goal with that. So, so over the last two years, over 70 youth um, participated in this project, working with Indigenous artists, and the stories they shared were brilliant. And having some of those youth attend in August, um, and I think of, of Bear Harper, who created this beautiful mural piece we had on display, and for him to see 
the stories he shared and his work showcased as a professional artist I mean, paid for that like that is meaningful and I think we're hopeful that that can continue in building new relationships and new ways of working um, we do actually still have kind of a final piece of that that we're we're just trying to navigate how that's going to happen in this world because um, usually we would then take that that work into a school tour in the fall and and that is still the plan although it might be more of a virtual school tour as opposed to a live in-person one but we want to continue to share the stories that the youth asked us to share and gift that to the schools and so that'll kind of be i think the last part of that and then being able to look back and really tackle all of the things that we've learned and share that with our industry because i think i can only speak personally that I've had to really stop looking at things through a lens that I was taught as, a, as an artist. Um, and I think that's the goal of the project in the end is, is to be able to share all of those teachings. Before we sign off, is there, is there anything else you'd like to mention about FemFest this year or um, anything that's coming up on the horizon for Sarasvati? I agree with really what Hope says about this time of transition. I think the whole medium of theater is really in a time of transition and we can't go back to the lack of accessibility we had. Like all of these changes that we've had to adapt to are, are really exciting. So I'm excited to be here and, and see how it changes the industry really and, and what that means for how we create shows, how we make shows and how we watch shows. It's going to be awesome. And if any of our listeners would like to learn more about this year's FemFest or purchase tickets to any of the performances or any of the online events, where can they go to find more information? Our website is the best place because we're able to keep that 100% up to date if anything shifts or changes. So femfest.ca, F-E-M-F-E-S-T dot C-A has all of the scheduling information, programming, you can buy tickets there and it also outlines what shows are virtual and which you can participate in person in. Great. I've been speaking with Hope McIntyre and Francis Konkan from Sarasvati Productions. Hope, Francis, thank you again so much for speaking with me today. Thanks, Robert. Thanks, Robert. Because Radio is produced by the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with 93.7 CJNU-FM. If you'd like to listen to previous episodes or subscribe to our podcast, please visit becauseradio.org. 